Wow. Okay, Uranus. Uranus? Your anus. What about Uranus? <laughs> no, not mine. Yours. <laughs> oh, mine? What about mine? <laughs> uh, Uranus's orbit is around the sun lasts for 84 years. Does it really? Which means that if you lived on Uranus, <laughs> you would <laughs> only experience, your one lifetime would only be one year. So. Well, that sucks. Yeah. Was it? What's this thing from uh, Interstellar? Like, one like one year on this planet it's like seven years on earth and right you, that movie is so hard to comprehend but the concept of if you're living on a planet or in an area of the universe where you're moving faster or slower than what you're moving here on earth you're going to age either faster or slower based on the movement of the planet well it's like um we watch you know we watch all the movies with like space travel it's like they're they're like asleep for like what years mm-hmm. and then they wake mm-hmm. up and like that shit's crazy cairo cryo sleep yeah frozen sleep like that shit's like scary it's like damn like you experience that it's like um in aliens you know yes after ripley wakes Love. up and then that'd like, be a fun and, franchise to do oh yeah we're gonna do aliens definitely. oh because yeah. then that means we can do alien prometheus we, yeah we could do the alien <laughs> franchise the predator franchise an alien versus predator. The only thing yes. is, we gotta figure out what point to talk about alien versus predator. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, I'm totally. Down. I love those movies. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, I, I, grew I love up some of those them. movies. I should say. Yeah, that's better. So there's a couple of things like some of my favorite lines from the movies are you, so offensive now. From alien, not really. Um, predator. Oh, yeah. I don't think so. Predators? Well, there's one. Okay. No, I don't even want to say it on the podcast. Oh, we're talking about the... No, he, no, this is what he says. He's like, or he tries you to one the ugly motherfucker. That's my terrible Arnold impersonation. That is terrible. I'm not yeah. good at doing impersonations. I agree. Um, <laughs> at least you but, know it. Yeah. Hey, you know Predator had a very diverse cast for being made in the 80s. It did. A lot of POCs, a lot of, uh, you know, one woman. Mm-hmm. A woman of color, actually. Yeah. Same thing with Alien. A very diverse... They uh, Ridley Scott actually said... I don't know why I talk about it now, because we're going to talk about Alien eventually. I guess is it'll be relevant. Uh, the cast, the casting of Alien was a color and gender blind um, casting process. Oh. So they didn't care what gender, what co- race was what. Mm-hmm. They just wanted the people that played the best. role. So Ripley, you yeah. know, played by Sigourney Weaver, for all we know, could have been played by a man. A man could have been played by. A uh, black guy, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Hispanic guy, yeah. whatever. They weren't looking for a specific no. flavor. They for just that. wanted someone who was right for a role, which I think, depending on the characters, it is proper for movies yes. to do that. It depends on the movie. It depends on the movie. Like, if you're making a superhero movie, obviously you want to kind of make it close to whatever. The superhero is known for. Yeah. Yeah. No, Again, it's that. not the case with every superhero. No. Case in point, Aquaman, whatever. Uh... Human Torch, same mm-hmm. thing, because a lot of people were mad. Michael B. Jordan was Human oh, Torch yeah. in the mm-hmm. uh, the Josh Trank movie, which is whatever. Like, that shit don't matter. It's Human Torch. But yeah. um, there's other issues with that movie to be had, because that movie fucking sucks. <laughs> there's bigger <laughs> My, Michael B. Jordan about. playing Human Torch is the least of your yeah. problems. Oh, shit. Before we get started, though, uh-huh. can I run to the bathroom? No. Damn. <gasps> shit, I almost knocked over my beer. Go for it. <laughs> Now that would have made a. Go take a pee pee in the potty. I was legit. Too, I was legit. too legit. I was too legit to quit. <laughs> Dude, Hot Rod's so great. Oh, Hot Rod's one of the best movies of all time. That was my fall asleep movie for like a good month. 
That was a good fall asleep yeah. movie. Mm-hmm. So was Grandma's Boy. I fucking love Grandma's Dude, Boy. Dude, so good. So good. Like, from that genre, there's not very many films that I enjoy, but Grandma's Boy Grandma's and Hot Boy's Rod. Grandma's Boy Hot Rod's great. I'm all about it. You ever watch um, <laughs> Strange Wilderness? No. Oh, it's uh, it's really fucking oh, dumb. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We've, we've talked about Strange yeah, Wilderness yeah, before. Yeah, Strange Wilderness is great. The, the, one of the best parts of Strange Wilderness is they're walking through the forest just along... It's like a porcupine or something. He's like, oh, shit, a snake. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't know why that scene is so fucking funny to me, but it really is. Of course it is. Oh, shit, a snake. Hi, welcome to Franchise Frenzy. My name is Brittany. I'm Kenny. And today we're going to talk to you about the second film. You know what? I'm not even going to number these films. I'm just going to say what the film is. It's Halloween 2, which was made in 1981. That's right. Yes, and that is... As far as my description, as far as your description will go. All right. right. (laughs) Aside from the plot and my thoughts on the plot and the actual cinematography of the film, uh, that's the extent of my knowledge. Well, this movie was directed by Rick Rosenthal, written again by John Carpenter and Deborah Mm -hmm. Hill. There's a very long, arduous writing process. Not long, arduous, I should say. Mm -hmm. Produced again, John Carpenter, Deborah Hill, cinematography, Dean Cundy again. Editors Mark Goldblatt and Skip Skolnick. Skolnick? What a name. Oh, lovely name. Love that guy. Music by John Carpenter and Alan Howarth. I don't know if I'm saying it right. <laughs> You're fine. Production company is Dino, De Laurentiis Comp- Corporation, distributed by Universal Studios, the, uh. Uh, and then released on October 30th, 1981. Uh, big increase in budget from mm-hmm. the first movie. Do you want to guess what the budget was? Three mil. You're close. Okay. 2.5 million. Okay, yeah. You're close. A big jump. Big jump. Well, once you have the success that the first one had, you have to put more money and effort into making it just as good, if not better. Well, you're trying to. You're trying to. It's the goal. (laughs) Uh, Box office, 25.5 mil. IMDb, 6.5. You know. And then uh, Metacritic, 40 for critics and 8.0 for users, which Hmm. is extremely high for this film. Yeah. It is one of the better sequels in the franchise. Okay. Brittany will learn that the more she watches. Oh, no. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, that's terrible. (laughs) That's not what I wanted to hear. Well, plot synopsis. Are you ready? I'm so ready. While Sheriff Brackett and Dr. Loomis hunt for Michael Myers, a traumatized Lori is rushed to the hospital and the serial killer is not far behind her no. by david rush from imdb thank you david thanks david we're a fan so uh so this movie was originally written um to take place a few years after the first movie instead of directly after not a direct continuation yeah, of it. yeah. it's gonna take place a few years later having michael myers track laurie to her high-rise apartment Oh, so a high-rise apartment, huh? Yeah. Okay. And this is how John Carpenter described... There's not a lot of really interesting stuff about the production. It's the writing process is interesting. Mm-hmm. Carpenter described that his writing of the screenplay mainly dealt with a lot of beer sitting in front of the typewriter saying, what the fuck am I doing? Uh-huh. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And that's how the movie was made. Great job, John. Good job. I mean, he was studio trouble. Like, hey, you gotta do it. Hey, hey. Yeah, it's yeah. one of those things where you I mean, force yourself to isolate and get something done. Probably. Yeah, and Just then push yourself through so, it. So, okay. So, question for you: Are you okay. ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Do you think the mask in this movie is the same one from the first movie, or is it a different one? 
there were moments where it felt different and this is where I have questions for you because there were moments where it felt different but part of me from knowing what I know about film now you know there you don't have just one of the prop that you're going to use you have a variety and well, they only had one for the first movie. Yeah. Well, I'm thinking of their budget, of yeah. course. And even though they bought it only for a dollar, but that means it probably wasn't very many other ones if it was so cheap. Um, but I imagine they recreated that mask um, so that they could protect the longevity of it. Nope. It's the same mask. It's the same mask. And they same only mask. The, the, only re- the reason it looks different is because... So Nick Castle played Michael in the first movie. In this movie, he's played by Dick Warlock. Mm-hmm. He... Um, Nick Castle kept it in his back pocket in between um, oh. filming, you know, so it would get wrinkled. And it was underneath Deborah Hill's bed for a few years, <laughs> collecting dusk. And she's a heavy smoker. That's why kind of oh, was like yellowish color. Yeah. And then when the actor who or the stuntman who plays Michael in this movie, Dick Warlock, puts when he's wearing the mask, the reason it looks different on him is because he's a little shorter than Nick yes, Castle. I noticed that. Um, that's. One of the reasons why, the, but it's the same mask, 100%. Wow. I would not have guessed that at all. Yeah. Mm-mm. This is the only movie where it's the same mask. Yeah, cool. Especially the fact when the guy, the guy that gets killed in the middle of the film, when he gets pinned between the car and the, like, van. Oh, Ben Tramer, yeah. I was wondering if that was the same mask that, like, it wasn't That him. was probably one day rebuy. Okay, okay. But yeah, I have questions about that. It doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> well, to uh, get the role of Michael Myers, Dick Warlock actually went by room. He grabbed the Michael Myers mask, put it mm-hmm. on, went to Rick Rosenthal, Rosenthal's oh my gosh, office. Of course. And just stood there with the mask on, didn't say anything. And then Rosenthal was like, who are you? Terrifying. And then uh, he took off the mask. He's like, can I be Michael Myers? Oh my gosh. Hey, man. I'm a fan. Hey, that's cool, though. I mean, hey, if you want it, go and get it, right? Also, um, like I said, there's not a lot of really interesting stuff production-wise or whatever about this movie. Mm -hmm. But one thing I thought this was interesting, interesting for me, was David Lynch was uh, considered to direct the movie who did Eraserhead and The Elephant Man. Only two movies around that time. So, because they didn't want... Who's the director? Rick Rosenthal. Okay. So, they didn't get Carpenter to do the directing, just the writing. So they wanted to change the director. Mm-hmm. Carpenter didn't want to do it. Really? He wanted to do other things. Oh, yeah. But David Lynch, I would love to see a David Lynchian Halloween movie. That mm. would be the weirdest shit I yeah. ever. Yeah, especially You ever because, seen a David Lynch movie? No, but oh, just think well. of what we know, what you know Halloween as. It'd be totally different. And you've seen good. all these different directors making what they make, of course. You ever watch a Razorhead? No. That movie's fucking weird, man. We can recommend it to our audience. This year, watch The Elephant Man if you've never seen it. It's a yeah. fanta- beautiful, beautiful film. If you watch it, send us a tweet. Let us know what you think. Let me know what you think. Brittany oh. doesn't check her Twitter. <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> One um, of these days, I'll be... Wait you know, till summertime. I'll be, I'll be back on. That's really it for stuff that's not plot relevant. Okay. So let's just jump into the plot. Did think of it? Yeah. So, uh, Brittany, take it away. So, we are set on the night of Halloween in 1978, just like the first film was set. Yep. Right. Uh, So, we start off where the last movie ended. We actually see some of the scenes that are at the end of the first movie. Uh, which the whole moment where like he sits up straight and it's very creepy. There's another con- uh, continuity error. Yes, in the I found it. Oh, yeah. When oh. you look outside, 
right? Oh, that's one of them. Okay. Well, I know this one. I'll try this one. Okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Michael falls out off of the balcony in the first film, and in, and he lands onto like dirt. Yeah. But then in the second film, when the, the doctor walks outside, he's looking at the grass, and it's not dirt. And basically, on the grass, there's like an imprint of his body in the grass and blood. Must and, fell hard. Hmm? Must he must have felt real hard. I know to make a full implant, just like he's yeah, a heavy yeah. guy. He's a heavy boy. Yeah, yeah, big he's got boy. Lots of muscle. A big like boy. I said, like I said in our previous episode, he did lots of training in the sanitarium. Oh yeah, yeah, all that slow walking too. Yep. Yes. He, he's in shape. In he, shape. He, <laughs> thick boy. Um. But okay, okay. So how many shots did Doctor Loomis fire at Michael in the first six? Film? Okay. How many did he fire in this one? I don't remember. I seven. Didn't. Was it seven? It was seven. But I remember him saying, I shot him six times. Yeah. But but if you count in, in them. In the beginning, it's seven. It's they actually seven. It. It's a mistake. A mistake? Mistake. Okay. I mean, I guess when you watch it and you're not really thinking about it, you're, like, you're not going to yeah. notice. No, you know? no, no. But that's, that's a big deal, though, at the yeah, same yeah, time. Yeah. Um, God, is it too hard to ask for continuity? I know. Uh, well, in this franchise, yes, but um. <laughs> <laughs> it's too much to ask for. Uh, I wrote a note, and maybe you'll you'll be able to provide context for it. But I wrote, "You don't know what death is." Cue the music, um, oh, yeah. and he turns and he runs. <laughs> the There's no context. That's just how it's just it so goes. funny, though. I was you just don't like, know what you death don't is. Know what de- yeah, and then it just it made me laugh when that happened, though. This doctor runs. is determined. To find Michael, that's Dr. for sure. Loomis? Hey, Dr. Loomis is the goat. The goat? He's the best. <laughs> oh, no. Don't call him that. He's extra. That's what he is. But I understand why. Okay. So, after... Um, so, the movie continues then um, with Michael and kind of the journey that he takes uh, and also the journey that Laurie takes. There's a lot more Michael in this movie. Yes. And it's fun because we get to see him creeping on another house with a woman and a man in it. Oh, the the old the old couple? Yeah. And so she's making a sandwich and then she walks into the room and is like, are you asleep again? Hey, hey good on Michael. He didn't kill those old people. He, he just took the knife. Oh, he's growing. <laughs> what a growing young man. He's like, meh. But, but then she gets the blood. She's like, ah! Yeah, but the clip of him creeping into the kitchen while she's staying there watching the TV gave me the heebie-jeebies big oh, yeah. time. Uh, but then he goes into the other house, the neighbor's house and kills the girl. Yes, but the shot of him walking towards that house and then just standing in the dark, like not even 10 feet away from her while she walks outside and looks around. Mm-hmm. Terrifying. So fun fact. Well, it's so realistic. In that scene, the girl she's talking to on the phone, that's actually the actress who played Annie in the first movie, doing the voice on the oh, phone. Oh, okay. And then um, the scene where Michael, like, you know, stabs her in yeah. the neck. Mm-hmm. That scene was not directed by Rick Rosenthal. John Carpenter actually directed oh, that scene. Did the film? Okay, that he, makes he, sense. John Carpenter went back and directed a couple more scenes. Some moments. Okay. Yeah, that makes Some sense. Moments. Yes. But I that was say... one of them. And this movie is in the be- in the beginning it's noticeably already bloodier than the first film. Yes. First film is very light on blood and mm-hmm. gore. Yes. There's not a lot of it. It's a lot of implied. Yeah. Im- implication. It's, it's about the yeah. implication. Mm-hmm. For all you it's always sunny fans out there. <laughs> the implication. <laughs> oh gosh. Um but I wrote that um this first kill well it wasn't the first kill but uh, It is the well, first kill in the is. movie. Yeah. yeah, he kills the girl. When he the way that he Oh, I jumped. 
Oh, you did? I jumped, yes. I, I look, it kind of looks silly when he does it, when because he does it, and then his head's like tilted up, and you kind of see his eyes like this. Yes, it, it, it yes. It kind of looks silly, right? It is, and also, it's because when he, he went to attack her, he comes from the bottom of the shot upwards. Like, he was on the He's floor. Like, yeah, yeah, and I was like, whoa! Like, I did not expect him to come from that angle. Like I said, he did lots her. of training. He's very stealthy. <laughs> this man should be in the military. It's like, how does she walk in that room and not see... She's a man distracted. crouching whatever whatever she was distracted she was yeah. on the phone but then we see um so after this kill we see Lori getting taken to the hospital mm-hmm. and this is a moment where i was like what in the world do i not know anything about the early 80s late 70s because i was like is she getting taken to a hospital or an insane asylum clinic not even a hospital okay and then i was quite my question what the heck kind of jumpsuit are these medical people wearing mm. they look oh, like and mechanics then, and then we we go to the scene where uh um Lori goes to the clinic mm-hmm. um and then the doctor is drunk which is great dude yeah i wrote most uncomfortable hospital hospital well, scene okay, ever. okay so so there's a lot of, this is one criticism about this movie people bring up this is a very understaffed hospital dude well, Where is everybody? So in the beginning, they say it's not a hospital. They say it's a clinic. Okay. And uh, the, Rick Rosenthal said he took inspiration from one night him and his wife had to go to the hospital mm-hmm. and like late at night, and there was like nobody there. Oh, so like the worst possible. So scenario. it was like so it's like it's and terrifying. I you know and I believe some like especially small town hospitals like Haddonfield's not a big town. That's yeah. kind of the whole thing. Mm-hmm. So I believe it to be like not very mm-hmm. staffed or whatever during. The, this time especially on like a holiday you know you're right halloween night that makes sense but it also seems like a night where you would want to have more staff at the hospital because of the possibility of but you'd be surprised yeah you're right um but yeah no he so it was taken from real life okay which was kind of cool i have lots of complaints written down about how understaffed the hospital (laughs) yeah just how the hospital doesn't really make sense like this is the one hospital or clinic whatever where the only individual in the room that cares about the security camera footage is the person that's recording the film. Like, nobody gives a shit about the fact that, hey, I can look at these screens and it'll show me footage of what's happening around Mm -hmm. the building. But the only person who ever looks at the footage is the camera that we're looking at it through. You know Jamie Lee Curtis had to wear a wig in this movie, right? Yeah, you can tell. Yeah. You can see the seam, yeah. Uh Because that's when she started doing her... uh classic jamie lee curtis short hair oh really yep oh i didn't know that yep oh then so she had the wig. Wig. and then we you know cut to uh sheriff uh, lee brackett finds his daughter annie murdered r.i.p well annie. before that is when the man get hits by the police car and the van yeah yeah sorry because the detective starts chasing him oh the the guy um driving the the sheriff's car who hits uh the the kid in the mm-hmm. who's dressed up by michael myers that's actually the guy who plays Michael Myers. Wait, why is there a kid dressed up like Michael Myers? Apparently, that's a popular Halloween costume around that time. I don't know. It's never explained. Because that, but because like Michael Myers was dressed up as a clown when he committed the crimes that he committed when he was a kid. Yeah, but he's dressed up as in the same co- in the same mask that present day Michael's. You know. Well, how do you know what present-day Michael is wearing when he broke out of the asylum the day before? Maybe that was a popular Halloween mask at the time, you know? This is bullshit. Because obviously they were selling it at the hardware store. Also, why is a hardware store selling Halloween masks? It doesn't make any sense to me. It doesn't. It doesn't. 
I wanted so, answers, Kenny. <laughs> I gave you an answer. I gave you the most efficient answer I could think of was that was a popular Halloween mask. I'm sorry you don't like it. I don't like but it. But it makes sense. Okay, fine. But the guy, the sheriff who hits him and kills him and who gets out of the car, that's the guy who plays Michael Myers oh, in this movie. That's okay. Dick Warlock. Interesting. Yeah. Satisfying. Kind of cool, right? Yeah, kill yourself. And he, because act- he's a set man, he actually did his own driving in the nice. scene, too. I hope he got paid better money. I'm sure he did. Good. He should. Because he did. <laughs> That's like a significant stunt to do right yes, there. Yes. Crashing a car. Yeah, absolutely. But also, I pointed this out. Uh, I was like, man, the, the sheriff could have easily like stopped this car because if you see the shot, he's like far away from, you know, far enough away from the kid. Mm-hmm. But whatever. Then he gets out. He's like, sheriff. Your daughter's dead. Yes. He kind of talks like that. He's like yeah, that goofy sad. sheriff voice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Your daughter's dead, no sheriff. sheriff. Yeah. And that's... Um... Annie. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so sheriff is, of course, devastated. He looks at her face and confirms that it's her. He closes her eyes all dramatically. And then she gets wheeled off in a way. I should have said this when we talk about the first Halloween movie, but mm-hmm. the girl plays Annie has beautiful curly hair. Yes, yeah, she does. <laughs> it's so voluptuous and thick and full. And Do you think beautiful. that's her real hair or is that a perm? Oh, ooh. Well, at the time, it's everyone's hair is perm. This is true. Everyone, it's the late 70s. Everyone had perms. You're mm-hmm. right. You're right. Yeah. I don't know. She just had a good perm, probably. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Probably. Um, but yeah, so then they... So then the sheriff is like, we got to find, you know, Michael. But we don't see the sheriff anymore after this point in the movie. Because then Loomis gets dumped off with uh, the deputy. And a marshal later on. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. But so. um, Oh, I want to point this out. I should talk about this when you're talking about the hospital. Everyone in the goddamn hospital apparently knows who Lori is. Yes. Well, it's small town. Small town. Yeah. Like you said, right? It's uh, so weird because everyone seems to know. Because even the nurse is like, it's Laurie Strode. It's Strode. Yeah. It is like, oh shit, everyone just. Because even the the paramedic guy who, uh, you know, falls in love with her, he's Jimmy. like, he, he's in school with my brother. Yeah. She's in school with all, my brother. It all creeps me out. I'll, once we get to that point, I'll, I'll read my little hey, notes. Hey, Jimmy's a good guy, though. Don't hate Jimmy. He's a good guy. He's the only well, one who I really gave a so. shit. If I were to watch the movie again, maybe I'd feel different about him. But he was a good guy. He's the only one who really gave a shit. Yeah. Well, so after the doctor gets pawned off onto a deputy, um, we see Michael. I like how we say pawned off. <laughs> basically, um, because he's like going crazy. Yeah. And he's just like a burden at this point in time. But uh, so we see Michael kind of pursuing some other people. And of course, he's pursuing some young ladies again. And they drive off and he kind of follows them. Like he's following word of mouth, kind of where to go, and oh, he yeah. ends up at the clinic. So, so the scene, um, the kid walking around with the the boombox mm-hmm. and has the newscast going, say, "Oh, there's murders. They're taking one of the victims to uh, the hospital, the clinic." That the was clinic. only put in the movie just so Michael knew where Lori was, yes. so people wouldn't wonder how. How he did knew. she know? How yeah. did he know where she was going? That's actually a smart idea, though. That's yeah. actually clever. Like, it is. Ooh, Use what we were, have. How do they we... were thinking? About that and about nothing else, apparently. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, it, it makes... But that's a good way to do it. Yeah. Michael Hurdy's like, that's where I need to go. Yes, exactly. Um, so we see that he's following people and we know he's going to eventually end up at the clinic. Uh, but then we switch to seeing Lori in the hospital. And I, I wrote, Jimmy likes Lori and is being creepy at the hospital because he's like sneaking into her room and being there when he's not supposed to be there. But then you see her do like a weird bite her lip thing. Like mm-hmm. when he leaves, and you're like, oh, wait, she likes him. That's yeah. the one that she was saying that she liked earlier. No. She it's li- a different one? Yep. 
Oh my gosh. She likes Ben Tramer, and Ben uh, Tramer is the guy who was killed by the sheriff. Oh, uh, really? Yep. Oh my gosh. That's heartbreaking. They say it in the movie that's Ben Tramer. When? Uh, when the doctor is doing the, he's getting the dental oh, work from yes, the yes, burnt yes. body. Mm-hmm. That's Ben Tramer. That happens later on. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's hard. That's a, if you're not, if you don't if know you're not like really name, paying attention, yeah, yeah. then you're not going to catch that. I really like the perspective of Michael. There was a few shots of Michael walking through the hospital halls that were really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then his, from his point of view, yeah. really cool as well. I There's really a lot more Michael shots. in this movie. Actually, Jamie Lee Curtis has the least amount of screen time in this movie. Yeah, really? Yeah, I don't know the exact amount, but I know it's around like 10 minutes. Michael okay. and Dr. Loomis have more screen time than Lori does mm. in this film. To make, I mean, looking back at it, yeah, I see that because I was so annoyed with the doctor. Mm-hmm. I had too much time with him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, there, <laughs> I have a lot of notes saying, where the hell are her parents? Out Where are her parents? Drunk, I just, man. I'm so irritated by it though. Because there, there's, we you have the parents. You think that's like the first thing they would try to do? The sheriffs, the paramedics. Let's find her parents. Contact. Yeah. The, and like. Because her have, dad's a big real estate guy. Obviously they know who he is. Yes. And you know where he is. Uh, you know who his friends are kind yeah. of a thing. Yeah. And, and of course, um, we can't find them. And of course, when she's sitting in the hospital and talking with Jimmy, she says, why me? And and then they're talking about how she can't get in touch with her parents and the phone's not working and whatnot. Uh, and it just kind of points a lot of fingers towards where the film's going to be going. That was a last minute edition. <laughs> what? The what was? We'll talk about it. Oh, no. Really? Uh, but then we got to talk about the other staff at the hospital. You um, know, Michael's in the hospital. Who's the first person he kills? Security guard. Yep. Yes. And I love that the security guard got scared by a cat first. Oh, yeah. That was great. Uh-huh. Also, fun fact in this movie, after Michael Killer kills the security guard, it's no longer Halloween when he kills people anymore. It's November 1st. Oh, really? Yep. Oh. It's all after midnight from this point on. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. Michael, go home. It's not Halloween now. Yeah, come on, man. It's not your day. Give it to somebody else. <laughs> it's a turkey now. Yeah. Unless uh, you're going to put on a pilgrim costume. Seriously. <laughs> you're going to change that hat into a bonnet. Or that mat, whatever. Ignore me. Ignore uh, me. Yes, Michael, please. Where about it? <laughs> Tame um, that weave. So he kills the security guard. But I will. Want, I want to say one thing about the security guard. There's a moment where, you know, usually you hear a sound, then you turn around because you react to it. Mm-hmm. Homeboy turns and reacts, and then we hear the sound. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh no. Okay. This is. Well, what maybe it he is. saw it out of his like peripheral though. But we didn't see anything. And then of course when he's opening the closets. Uh, I wrote, why does he open the door that way? He opens the door to the closet and then he runs into it as fast as he can, which causes everything to fall and crash around yeah. him. I was like, why in the world are you doing that? Um, but then the second door, he gets got. He gets got. He got hit with a hammer. And then what happens? And there's a mob outside of He gets the hit with the, the backside of the hammer. Oh, the yeah, claw yeah, that part. too. Ugh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fun fact. Um, we'll talk about this franchise eventually. This movie was released the same year. As a Friday the 13th yes. part two or part yeah. three part two. Um, mm-hmm. And that movie also has a law enforcement officer getting killed with, with the claw hammer? part of a hammer. <laughs> That's so funny. funny. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's weird like that. It's popular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got to do it. That was cool. the thing in 1981 apparently. Yeah. So what's next? What happens now? 
Uh, Lori kind of goes into like this dazed state where she's no longer responding to Jimmy when he comes to visit. Mm-hmm. But uh, one of the nurses goes to find the doctor because of that state. And the nurse finds uh, the doctor with a needle in his eye. And there's like a fast close up of the needle in his eye. Mm-hmm. It's kind of dramatic. And then the nurse gets. Well, the needle wasn't actually in his eye. What was it? It looks like it due to the way it's filmed. But actually what Michael did was he put it in his temple and put an air bubble in his brain. Yeah, well, that's what he did to the nurse. You see, but the needle looks uh, like it's going yeah. into his eye, though. Yeah. yeah, and that's how he killed him, though, mm-hmm. with the air bubble. Yeah, that's what he he did to the nurse just right after. Yeah, well, this movie's bloodier and gorier. John Carpenter thought it needed to be bloodier and gorier. He was right <laughs> because that was because Friday the Thirteenth was already out and it was noticeably bloodier and gorier. So Friday Thirteenth mm. ripped off Halloween and then. Halloween 2 needed to rip off Friday 13th, apparently. Yeah. Um, so, like, going back to the movie, there's this new nurse now that's in the room with Lori or that Jimmy goes to get help for Lori from, and she's completely useless. Is it the nurse who's uh, with Leo? Not I don't Leo. know. She's the blonde one. Who, just who gets in the hot tub with the paramedic? Right? Or is no, that the, this is the just other. the blonde one mm. that ends up being the next one. I, I like know. how you say the blonde one. I just, I hated all the other, because the one nurse that actually was doing her job, of course, you find dead later on. So mm-hmm. it's just like the next one that's helping is just like so pointless. Of course, there is that little love triangle thing happening. Not triangle, but there's the love happening with the other paramedic and the other chick and all that stuff. That's just so side on the side. I don't think it really matters for the main plot. But he kills them. Woohoo. He, he strangles um, the paramedic, and he drowns the girl in the hot tub. You know, that might have been the one and a half minutes I fell asleep during. Oh, you think so? So when he was killing the paramedic, he, uh, I don't know the the character's name, the actor's Leo Rossi. Um, he, he, the Dick Warlock, actually, because he's a trained stuntman, he's mm-hmm. like, okay, this is how we're going to do the scene. So when he, uh, they were doing a death scene, he was, when he's being strangled from behind, he told Leo Rossi, he's like, arch your back and arms, uh, further back mm-hmm. and i'll give you four tugs and go limp after the fourth tug yeah and then i will help you cushion the fall yes good that's guy so dick cool. warlock keeping everyone the safe. strategy for it all like that's really interesting that is right yeah it's nice when people know what they're doing though right yeah he was like i don't want to make you uncomfortable so this is how we're doing it yeah let's go so after that is it fair enough to say that this is when michael officially goes into Lori's hospital room yeah, because then he drowns the nurse in the in the hot, hot tub. tub. Apparently, both of the actors, um, Leo Rossi, I don't know the um, the girl's name, sorry, um, they were uncomfortable doing the hot tub scene. But mm-hmm. you don't really see you don't see any of her body though. Yeah, thanks. you see uh, Leo Rossi's ass, and mm-hmm. that's about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was kind of uncomfortable doing that, getting nude, but I'm sure she didn't need to get but, fully nude for that yeah, scene. Yeah, and she also should have known the part that she was getting into. But to be fair, a lot of directors kind of pull like this kind of last, the last minute, minute nudity do stuff. Do it whatever. this way instead. Leo Rossi said he's like, well, I'm because fr- a lot of actors in the movie are friends. We're friends with the director from acting school. Mm. Um, so Leo Rossi was like, oh, he's my friend. So I just gotta, I'm just going to get naked in this movie because yeah. he's my homie, basically. Um, of course. But yeah. So I thought that was kind of interesting. But I was like, but then, wa- uh, like you're right, upon watching it, like, you don't really, 
see no. her body. But, that, but I mean, acting is acting, of course. I mean, whatever. Could have been filmed one way and edited this is true. in a different this is way. True. Yeah. But she's beautiful, though. So that girl, yeah. you know. But you, just because you're beautiful doesn't mean you have to show it off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It doesn't mean it gives other people the right to talk about it either. Oh, we, f- we forgot to talk about the scene earlier on where Michael's in the nursery. With the babies? Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that shit crazy? It's weird. Right? It's weird. Yeah. I'm like, there's a lot of babies in here, and there's like not a lot of people I in know. this hospital. <laughs> like, what in the world is going on? Hey, babies are babies. They're meant to be indestructible. Are we going to talk about Lori's fake out with Michael? How oh, she... yeah. I wrote he finds oh, Lori's oh, room, but, but Lori but, is too smart for but, you. But, but before that happens, uh, we got to talk about the whole reveal. What is the reveal? Before Michael goes into her room. Because she's is having it? the dreams. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. And that's when Dr. Loomis goes to the school. Mm-hmm. Sister. And blah, blah, <laughs> yes, blah. the writing. Mm-hmm. Long story short, mm-hmm. it's revealed Lori is Michael's, Michael's sister. sister. Dun, dun, dun. So uh, Loomis goes to school. Uh, doc, uh, Nurse Marion Chambers is like, hey, it is the same person from the first movie, Brittany. Yes. She's like, hey, you got to go back to the sanitarium. Mm-hmm. And then uh, she tells him what happens. And Dr. Loomis pulls a gun on the marshal. Yeah. Like, Turn us around. I was like, oh, <laughs> what? Because he all of a sudden decides to have a burst of um, confidence. Yeah. But that's after um, Lori fakes out Michael. I, well, I imagine for scenes like this, they take place in the same time frame. You're right. So yeah, it doesn't right. really yeah. matter, like, you know. But yeah, she fakes out Michael. Great mm-hmm. trick. Michael, yes. you big dummy. Yeah, you big dummy. But I also wrote, how did her fur, how did her feet get so black? Because she's like crawling throughout the hospital and her bottoms, her feet are black. Hospital floors are dirty. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's terrible. Um, but yeah, she, so she's walking around the hospital, limping around, really. Yes, limping around. Mm-hmm. Moving at the speed of justice. Yeah, um, but he's moving and he's even slower than what she's moving. But so. Michael's got the power of a movie serial killer where his walking is infinitely faster yes. than anyone else. Power walking. Power walking. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a really cool shot that I really liked at this point where it's Michael's shadow is displayed against some... Um, a hospital curtain and then in the doorway we see the nurse and jimmy talking to each other uh-huh. it's so beautiful i love it so much but jimmy goes looking around for people to help of course and that's when he walks into the room where the first nurse the useful nurse the helpful nurse is hooked up to an iv that isn't connected to anything and she's just bled out on the floor and homeboy of course slips slips in her blood and knocks thought, himself out the actor yeah. who played jimmy um what's his name he's he's uh lance cast yeah, Lance Guest. He uh, that scene where he slips and falls in the butt. He did his own stunt in that oh. scene. Although it is kind of unintentionally hilarious when he falls, though the way it's filmed, it looks really funny. It looks comedic because mm-hmm. he's like, Whoop. yeah. You could you could have put like the banana peel slit noise. Seriously, in there. yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, but after that happens, then we see the useless nurse is leaving, and she's about to become helpful, and she's gonna get in a car and go somewhere. But all the tires are slashed, and she can't actually leave. So she goes back inside, and she gets a levitation kill. Oh, the scalpel? Yeah. Michael. Also, another ba- another bout of uh, impossible physics by Michael, you know? <laughs> yeah. He's able, in the first movie, he's able to stick a guy through a wall with a kitchen knife. Mm-hmm. In this movie, he has a little skinny scalpel. He's just <laughs> able to pick thing. this girl up. Yep. 
I'm like, bro, you're just defying the laws of physics. <laughs> yeah. and it's around this moment that he sees Lori, though. And yeah. so now he's officially on pursuit of her. And I wrote, and he moves so slow. <laughs> but that's when she goes into the uh, the parking lot. Mm-hmm. Um, well, first she encounters the hanged security guard. Yeah. Um, and before, sorry, he writes, uh, I wrote, he wrote. <laughs> yeah, I wrote, refer, I refer wrote. to myself in that third person as a he, apparently. Um, Michael is so smart. He's so observant. He's so aware. But physically, he is so slow it's called power walking you keep saying that i don't <laughs> think that means you keep saying that word i don't think it means what you think it means please stop <laughs> uh, and then oh the elevator scene where she runs into the elevator uh, and yeah. he's slowly walking towards it and his hand reaches through it it's but bad. the door still closes i'm like are you kidding me <laughs> hey. uh but then she's out and then she runs to the car and jimmy's in the car yes Wait, but he, Jimmy gets into the car. He gets in the car, and he's like out of it. He's like, yeah, homeboy. Oh, I was so mad when this <laughs> he, happened. He, he was like concussed. He yeah, was well, homeboy, he's like sitting there trying to do stuff, and then all of a sudden he passes out, and his head goes on the horn. I was like, you've got to be kidding me. Oh, when uh, um, when Lori gets out of the car and she falls, mm-hmm. Jamie Lee Curtis did her own stunt for uh, that too. Wow. She's really good. Probably not it's a bit slow. Yeah, that's probably not a big fall she had to take. So that was probably an easy stunt for her to pull off, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then she has to go back into the hospital. Why? I don't know. I would have kept my ass outside yes. and try to get in touch with the public. Yeah, uh, I wrote when, <laughs> when, because uh, when she's trying to, she's trying to get out of the car. She falls on the floor, like you just said. Yeah. And that's when you see the de- not the detective, uh, the doctor, doctor walking yeah, in. Yeah, Doctor Loomis. But I wrote, why doesn't Lori fucking yell louder and get Detective and Marshall? Oh, because she's, like, ah. she's like, <laughs> and then she yells once the door closes. And then here's my next question: Of course, Michael is outside with her when, and they manage to go inside. And how do they manage to lock the door on the way in? I don't get it. That's my frustration right there. <laughs> like, how they lock the door? Those are the kind of doors that you can only lock if you have the key that goes with it. That's one thing that is uh, not explained. But I love it when they're when finally they let her in. You know, she's uh-huh. screaming. It takes them forever to finally listen and hear her. But then they're like all scared that Michael's going to come in. They're like, oh, you know, thinking the door is locked. We're okay. But homeboy just walks right through it. Yeah, I, I laughed. That part's I was cool, like, right? <laughs> okay. Uh, power walking, Brittany. Yeah. <laughs> power walk through that glass. <laughs> oh, you're so right. Um, and then, of course, when uh, they shoot him when he comes inside and he falls down, and and the doctor's like, he's still breathing, he's not dead. Oh, he's like, ah. and the marshal's like, he's dead, it's fine. And then uh, the slicing of the throat. Oh yeah, that was nice. Yeah, I like that. That was good. Super nice. Yeah. Then Michael attracts Lori and Doctor Loomis to the operating room. Hmm. Yeah. We get the iconic scene of Michael getting shot in both eyes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wrote that too. The bleeding of the eyes. Disgusting. <laughs> so, so, and so how they did that effect was he had a device in his mask. And so, you know, after he gets shot, he puts his hands on his head, right? Yes. So it activated the device to let the uh, blood uh, flow. Yeah. You know what it reminds me of? What? Do you know those scream masks that people would get for Halloween? Oh, yeah. Where the, you yeah, pump it and the blood falls yeah, down? Yeah, it's probably a similar That's kind of what I thought yeah. of when I saw it. So, this, so like, all he had to do was, like, bam. And then, and but it's, like, it's an iconic, you know, yes, scene, scene from the franchise. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, because I remember I've seen stickers of that yeah. alone. Yeah. 
Um, yeah. It's great. Uh-huh. But then we have, of course, he can't see anymore, and then it's just the he, sound of I him. I love that. He can't see anything. <laughs> <laughs> just slashing around like crazy. Mm-hmm. And then I wrote, they're opening tanks to make noise. Oh, they're opening the oxygen tanks. Yes, to catch them on fire. But I was like, they wouldn't let out that much oxygen and then set it on fire with them in there. Of course, Lori gets out, and then it does explode, though. And I wrote, it was a very cool explosion. It was very cool. But I liked Michael it. Michael walks out of the explosion. Fucking Michael. <laughs> he power walks out of the explosion. Mm-hmm. And but I, then he, how he collapses is great, though. Yes, it's it's nice. And uh, but at this point in time, I was like, are there no other patients in this in Not this really. clinic? No one else around. No one else to give a shit. Apparently not. Apparently not. And I said, and now her parents are there, and they put her in another ambulance without getting in. Oh boy! But Lori's alive. This is true. That's the, that's the important thing. That's the second one. It was fun. This movie felt very fast moving. All in all, uh, even though I fell asleep I think for the two time minutes. Shorter. Well, I think the I moments were the like the side plot. With the paramedics and stuff was so, like, unnecessary to me. Yeah, but you got to pad out the movie. Yeah. Somehow. So Halloween was, like, 91 minutes? Yes. This one is... I'm looking it up right now. It's actually a minute longer. (gasps) 92 minutes, yeah. Wow. But they also did have five minutes from the first movie in this one. This is is true. So. So overall, overall runtime... Yeah, 91 for Halloween 1, 93 for Halloween 2. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. <laughs> but you're right. It does feel short. Like, yeah. I thought it, like, I thought it was shorter. I'm like, I'm going to look it up real fast because I want to know now. Yeah, let's make sure that what we're thinking is correct. But yeah. like you said, it's because they have footage from the first movie mm-hmm. and this one. Yeah. Um. So as it stands, the first movie, I like more, the first one more than the second one. Yeah. Second I don't one think is anyone's good, gonna argue with you but on it's that. it's good though because I like how it develops the plot further and it is a little bit more fast moving. But at the same time, the setup, the classicness of the first one, well, it's still number one for me. Yeah, it's well, it does move faster. It is one of the better sequels. Is it one of my favorite sequels? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited it, to watch. Is it some technically more. better? Yes. Do mm-hmm. I enjoy it more? Nah, I like the ridiculousness of everything okay. else. Well, I'm looking forward to watching some oh other ones. Oh my god, this shit gets so Yeah. Man. It's, uh, you're gonna have a good time. You're gonna be like, fuck, you can't even watch these I shitty know. fucking movies. I'll have to, like, do some exercises while I watch to help me stay awake, probably. I fall asleep so easily, especially after a day of work. I'm like, I'm done. Hey, these movies <laughs> are really short, though. Yeah, you're right. It is. They you are know, short. It's mm-hmm. like when we were doing solid. Those movies are short, so mm-hmm. it's great. This is fun. I'm loving this. This is so much fun. Um, any other thoughts about the second one? Uh, I like it. Like it's a classic. Mm-hmm. I've seen this movie a billion times. Yeah. You know, great movie. Anything about the franchise you want to say before the next episode kicks off? Shit's about to get cray. Oh, nice. I'm excited. Uh, but the next movie. No Michael Myers. Oh, yeah. I know nothing about it. I'm ready for it. That's the one we um, we have to watch together. Mm-hmm. We usually watch these movies separately. Mm-hmm. There's a couple of the Saw ones that we watch together. Yeah. We watch like two or three of them together. Yeah. Uh, but Halloween 3 is one we're going to watch together. 
I like that this is like a predetermined thing though, because with the Saw movies, it was like, hey, have you watched it yet? Nope. All right, well, let's watch it real quick. Um, this one's for logistics. Yeah, so this will be interesting. I feel like I'm in for a surprise. Oh, yeah. yeah. Also, because I'm excited to see your reaction to the third Halloween oh, movie. Oh, gosh. But then you, but that, yeah, we'll try and recapture it for the podcast, I guess. Oh, no, no, no. It'll be fine. Oh, no, no, no. You're going to have a lot to say. Good. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it, too. All right. So this was Franchise Frenzy. If you are still here with us listening, thank you for staying with us for as long as you did. Please give us a review and a rate if you ever have the chance to or the time to or the thought or care to. We appreciate it. And uh, feel free to check out our socials or post it in the show notes or on our website. And uh, we look forward to making the next one. Yeah. We'll see you next time. Yeah. Bye. Bye.